2: March 1st, 2011, episode 62 of The Hot Box. My name is Matt and this is Sandy. Welcome. Join us every Tuesday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern, of course, on Hot Box TV at hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Uh, If you do that, you can call us, 406-204-4687. Join the forums, hotboxpodcast.com slash forums, uh, the Facebook group, Twitter, all that stuff, and see what's happening. Look at all this stuff. What's happening?
0: We've got lots of stuff happening. That's right. we
2: got an interview coming up uh, in a little bit here. First and foremost, what's going on right we, here?
0: Well, last week we talked about the repeal hearing on the 11th, mm-hmm. and we were fortunate enough today to get some help with um, getting a bus or two large vans that can carry people from the Columbia Falls, Kalispell, Whitefish area to Helena
2: So from the Flyhead Valley to Helena Right. We got room for people. Who needs a ride to Helena to testify? Can I get a witness? Uh, we're gonna testify to the power of marijuana Now please uh, dig deep in your pockets uh, brothers and sisters and give you will give uh, to the word of the marijuana plant. Thank you and I will sing the hymn. Hallelujah. Yay. That's awesome. A canabus. <laughs> Very good, Jimmy. Very good. Yes. A canabus. <laughs> he
0: he does make some nice little puns. Um. So yeah, we're gonna be headed up there. We're gonna go to the hearing. So um, if someone,
2: let's say, someone wants to hop on that bus and go further,
0: contact either myself or Jimmy One Green Thumb on Facebook. Or go ahead and give me a call, 406-890-9667. Did I say that slow enough? Matt? Sure, sure. Okay.
2: And we'll put that stuff on the site. Uh, actually, thejamhole.com, or excuse me, hotboxpodcast.com slash forums, it all goes to the same place. But if you go <laughs> to our forums, uh, We'll put a place in there for meetup and everyone can talk to everyone else that's going and get rooms figured out and all that stuff and get the ride figured out. Because we
0: are asking that, you know, if you're going to be riding, at least bring a few dollars to help with gas, food, rooms, whatever, you know. I mean, even $10 is helpful, but we're going to get everybody to Helena. We are going to make sure that everybody gets to speak Um, Even if you don't get a long time to speak, people need to remember it's the numbers.
2: The most important thing is that they see people speaking on behalf of medical cannabis. Yes,
0: and when they see us speaking on behalf of medical (coughs) cannabis, we need to look presentable.
2: Mm -hmm. So,
0: you know, look nice.
2: Right, right. And
0: then make sure before (laughs) you go in there that you have written up a prepared statement. Right. And don't divert or ad-lib from what you've written down and don't try to respond to other stuff you've been hearing. Just stick to what you have written down and try to keep it simple. You're, you know, what you're dealing with as far as a diagnosis may go, um. How long you've been a patient? Right. State your age. Keep it um, concise right. and to
2: the point.
0: But the really important points we need to make sure they're hearing are: if I were not a cannabis patient, I would be on these pharmaceutical medications, and which welfare. would cost this much,
2: mm-hmm. and welfare. Most
0: of that would be the state's responsibility. Sure. And we also need them to know, because there are other bills that are up in the air over how many caregivers there can be and such, Uh we really need to make sure that we're stressing that, as a patient, you're getting good quality meds from your caregiver. Because hopefully you are. That's the point.
2: You should be. There's actually no reason why you wouldn't be
0: right and so in order to make the statement that we don't want the caregiver system to change they need to know that patients are happy with the service that they're receiving from their caregiver and that there's no reason they want that changed and they need to just ask the senate please make sure that i can continue to receive my medical cannabis from this caregiver who knows me That way they see that there's a patient, they have these afflictions, this is how they're being helped, this is how, you know, this is how much it's helping them, and they don't want their caregiver situation to change.
2: Because what they're being told is complete opposite to that. They're being told that they're, you guys are just (laughs) wanting to get high.
0: And we're crazy.
2: We're crazy. Oh,
0: we're robbing places. It's like... uh, We're selling pounds a day.
2: What weird, crazy strange land world are you living in? Because that's not what I see every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just one of those situations where, you know, we've got to make sure that what they're expecting to see isn't what they really see. We need to show them the upper hand. Show that we're very well prepared. Rise above. We're very well spoken. Mm -hmm. And that we are responsible and mature individuals. We're not these we're scuzzy, productive
2: members of society. Dirty
0: people, we're yeah. not
2: second-class citizens. Exactly, we are not lurking in the dark alleys waiting to kidnap your children so that we can then sell them online to buy our crack, right? Or I mean, our marijuana. Excuse me, <laughs> our mad reefer craze.
0: So we want to make sure we get lots of numbers there, right? So anybody who can go. You know, we need to get you there. So we. So get on the bus. Yes.
2: Are you on or off the bus?
0: Get on the bus.
2: In your day glow painted suits and ties, and we'll all eat LSD, and we'll take the bus no. further. There oh. will be
0: no illegal substances. Oh, right. That's not Remember? that bus. That's yeah. the electric
2: Kool Aid Acid test bus. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're
0: just. We're just Patients going down to talk to Alina.
2: That's right. Making sure that, th- hey, this we have to make sure that this busload of people comes back patients and not criminals.
0: Exactly. Because that's
2: ridiculous. Right. So, uh, that's awesome. I'm glad. And thank you to whoever uh, donated. And yeah, join the Facebook group and the forums there. And we'll get this all set up. Yep, yep. So, next on the list, uh, Saturday... April 9th and, and April 10th. The Garden City Cannabis Expo.
0: Yes. From 10 a.m. on April 9th, all the way through April 9th to April 10th, and mm-hmm. all the way through April 10th to 6 p.m. There will be lots of speakers, including Ed. two classes by Ed Rosenthal.
2: Rosenthal, yes. Chris Lindsay. I heard a rumor that a certain podcast might be going there.
0: Oh, we're going.
2: Are we going? Did we get $100 in donations? We got some. Thank you. And we have actually a letter I'd like to read. But before we do that, if you guys want to get a booth, call Logan at 406-274-0385. 406-274-0385. Uh, The classes $50 for the beginner class $75 for the intermediate advanced class or get both classes for $100 you tell them the hotbox sent you calls uh, 406-274-0385 for tickets. Yeah, it's going to be great if you're public
0: university by the way, right
2: the U of M. M
0: ballroom,
2: right? Yep. And, um, Which just makes
0: it even better because that is precisely where Mr. Irv Rosenthal was tested for the Feld. clinic. Feld. Right. Oh crap! Got it. There's too many of them right now. I know.
2: It's cool. In it's this cool.
0: one little space of time, <laughs> um, Irv Rosenfeld. Got it. <laughs> was actually tested there in yep. that in that infamous study that showed that nothing has changed except oh for God. him being healthy and alive. Oh,
2: my God. That's terrible. Throw that study away.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So,
2: yeah, and then exhibitions, and there's great educational information free to the general public, everything from extracting cannabis, legislation, choosing the right caregiver, and the importance of activism. Mm-hmm. So, again... Get a hold of Logan if you want a booth, or if you need tickets, 406 385 and we will see you there. Yes. Are we going to be able to do a show from there, or what are we...
0: Well, we will be streaming. We awesome. We do have permission to do that. Awesome. And we will also be awesome. hopefully able to do a show while we're there. I mean, we'll be there for Saturday night, yeah, so... that'll you be know. great. Yeah.
2: I'm very excited. So, before we get on with our interview, got a letter real quick. Says, yo, Matt and Sandy, just wanted to thank you guys for always putting out a great show. You're welcome. Yay. I've just been listening to the podcast since late fall. I download the show to my iPod and play them while I work. Sometimes I laugh out loud, and other times I get so pissed off I want to scream. Me
0: too. I feel
2: you. I have my card because I have carpal bossing in both wrists that cause me a lot of pain. I also take cannabis to help my severe depression. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Huh? Hey, have you seen the sun lately? <laughs> I'm so depressed. Where's my God?
0: It's all just slush and snow. I,
2: seen, I, know, I know what Christians feel like. It's I'm gray like, and white and
0: that's
2: it. <laughs> I haven't seen my God in like three weeks. They're like, I know, we haven't seen him in like ever. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll be seeing mine soon, hopefully. Good luck with that. Uh, it's a damn shame the state doesn't recognize how helpful medical cannabis is for depression. Back in high school, I took Prozac, Zoloft, Paxil, and some other antidepressants with zero improvement. It wasn't until I tried cannabis for the first time, actually semi-late in my teens, that I finally felt some relief. If you can believe it, I was sort of like Irv in that I was totally against pot when I was younger and only drank beer because it's safer. With mm. big giant mm-hmm.
0: hypocritical
2: Quotations. air quotes around it, uh-huh. uh, I just wanted to share some pics of my medical grow, which I'll be. That's the other thing oh, I was going to do. There we go. Before the show, I was like, "What else was I supposed to do?"
0: And of course, I couldn't.
2: All either. right, that was it. Thank you.
0: They're very nice. Do, They'll do, be posted do. soon.
2: Marijuana affects the brain. <laughs> do, do, do. Marijuana. <laughs> so there will be <laughs> pictures of this awesome looking medical grow. Uh, from our buddy here, Big Worm. Um, He says, uh, I'm actually under the legal limit because I only have four plants growing at a time, but looking at the pics, you can see why I don't need any more. And you can. Very nice.
0: They are very nice.
2: Winky, smiley face. Uh, I feel very proud that my grow takes up less than half a closet, and I'm able to sustain myself with less than the legal limit of plants.
0: I applaud you. That (laughs) That is (laughs) a good job. That's...
2: And wait, you guys wait till you see these Podcast dot com slash picks. All uh, they put them are up.
0: nice, very nice.
2: Um, yeah, so awesome. Uh, please keep up the great work. And if you guys are ever down in the Bozeman area, I'd be honored to smoke some of my own personal medicine with you. Take care. Keep up the fight, Big Worm. P. S. Not the Big Worm that was talking smack in the chat room during one of your earlier Thank
0: podcasts. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that for... guy made me angry. Yeah, it's cool,
2: <laughs> but yeah. Amazing! So thank you. Uh, keep up the the emails and the messages and the awesome growing uh, email info at hotboxpodcast dot com. If you want to send us your pics, and we'll put them up on the Hotbox Picture Gallery. Mm hmm. So we got an interview to get to.
0: Yes, we do. Uh,
2: do you want to real quick before we call him? Do you want to breeze through this this post just so you guys kind of get an idea of who Morgan Fox is? He's Here, writing on the MPP blog about the Montana repeal effort, how it targets patients and forgets jobs, Mm -hmm. and uh, basically says, yeah, uh, the main supporter of the bill argued that repeal of the medical marijuana law would cost the state money at first, and that would save money in the long run, Uh, and then they quote the Billings Gazette, and he says, if Milburn's stated intention of targeting and prosecuting 20,000 Montana citizens who are not currently uh, criminals, but who will be if HB 161 passes, isn't sickening enough. His economic narrow-mindedness and disrespect for the voters of Montana certainly is.
0: Amen. The
2: estimate of money saved in the future by the state government is based on eliminating bureaucratic costs for running the medical marijuana program. Unfortunately, this doesn't take into account the roughly 1,400 jobs that will be lost if medical marijuana is repealed. It doesn't consider the continued cost of prosecuting medical marijuana patients, and it doesn't mention the revenue created by the medical marijuana industry that goes right back into the local economy. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Mm -hmm. Milburn is more concerned with the amount of money in the government coffers than with the livelihood of the average Montana resident. So let's get this straight. Mike Milburn is willing to use his political buddies in the state legislature to overrule the will of the people of Montana, who overwhelmingly approved the use of medical marijuana by 62% of the vote. He is willing to spend taxpayer money to hunt down sick people and put them in jail. He is willing to put 1,400 Montanans out of work and take millions of dollars out of the local economy. He's willing to do all this Hello? because he thinks too many people are using marijuana. Hello, uh, Morgan. Morgan. Hello. Morgan, this is yep. Matt and Sandy of the Hotbox Podcast. You're live with us, episode 62. How are you doing?
1: Not too bad. How about yourself?
2: Good, good. We're good. So we uh, just got done kind of briefly going over your blog post article on MPP about the Montana repeal effort targeting patients and forgetting jobs and all that. Brilliant work.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, because we all agree with your comments on Mike Milburn. <laughs> ah,
1: thank you. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it's kind of it's getting more ridiculous by the day, considering all the uh, wild fabrications that this guy is throwing out to uh, scare his fellow lawmakers.
2: Was Milburn the one that said medical marijuana in Montana is more damaging than Hurricane Katrina was? Was
0: that him or was
2: that someone else?
1: I'm not sure if that was him. Uh, I actually hadn't heard that quote. But, uh, oh, yeah. really? It, that, it yeah. was said
0: during the legislative hearings. One of the politicians yeah. said that it was worse than Hurricane Katrina We were was.
2: like, what? Really? We yeah. live here. There's It's okay. <laughs> so what do you do over yeah. there at, at the MPP? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, I've uh, been uh, handling communications for a little while. Um, um, uh, really right now, uh, particularly with regards to Montana, uh, just trying to figure out as many ways as possible to reach out to uh, Montana voters and get them to contact their uh, legislators, particularly their senators now, and just, uh, you know, get the message across that repeal is unacceptable.
2: Right. And so, you know, you know about safe community, safe kids, correct? Yes. Okay. (laughs) They, on their website lately, and we've been kind of following this as it's happened and all about their mormon funding and all that sort of stuff uh on their website lately there's a a post there that says victory and then there's a video and the video specifically targets the mpp like it's it's like it's their fault for bringing this abomination on our children yeah and it's like wow like you guys really made them mad and i i applaud you for that
1: (laughs) well thank you Uh, i mean uh Anytime that we can make people that are uh, unwilling to listen to reason angry, that must means we're being reasonable, you know?
0: Exactly.
1: Um, I mean, I, I hadn't seen that particular video. I'm going to have to look that up uh, as soon as possible. Uh, I mean, I just think that's funny. But honestly, like, we haven't really even been worrying about that group because they're not the ones that are going to be voting on these bills coming up. Right. Um, you know, we got to keep our concentration on uh, the, particularly the senators coming up now. I mean, that's really all that uh, anybody in Montana can do at this point.
2: Right, and we've been kind of following that through uh, since this whole thing started, way back when the Safecom MT people uh, got the petition to put repeal on the ballot for the people, and they didn't get enough signatures, and we, you know, laughed them off, and that was that. And then all of a sudden, this comes out, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like full repeal going here. They're like, all right, well, that won't pass, and it passes three times, so now we're, like, focusing on the Senate. And we we got all of their information because on the Safe Community Kids site, they have a whole list of please contact these legislators and say how medical marijuana has hurt you or something. And so I took that list and we we put it on our forums and we're going to get it out there that, no, this is incorrect. You actually need to tell them the truth and stop lying Mm -hmm. and, you know, don't use your kids for your your uh, political agendas and all that. So mm-hmm. at this point,
1: I, mean, I, I I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think that's, uh, uh, I mean, people need to hear that these people are obviously making up like just wild stories, but I really don't think that uh, those groups are the ones we should be uh, concentrating on. I mean, uh, in any sort of uh, like, Political campaign, people are going to throw around uh, just blatant lies. Right. I mean, we really have to uh, get across the message that, I mean, regardless of any problems that might exist, and I think most of those are wildly overblown anyway,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: that Montana voters put this into law because they wanted to see it happen. And it goes against the whole spirit of the initiative process for people up on uh, the state house to uh, uh, try to uh, overturn the will of the voters. And that people really would rather work with anyone that has concerns as opposed to just having it flat-out repealed. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly.
2: And we're all just still, like, mind-blown that it's even gotten this far. And, I mean, obviously you can see why. It's just, you know... The Republicans well, not, have to be like, this is what we're doing. They're so not getting proper
0: information. And unfortunately, a lot of them but just close their ears when we try giving them the proper information. Yeah,
2: it's not the fact that they don't have the information. The information was given to them multiple times. It's the fact that they want to pick and choose what information they look at. Plus, this is just a small fraction of their overall workload, right? They mm-hmm. have all this other stuff coming at them. So they see marijuana and they look at, you know, they just grab something real quick. And it's nine times out of ten. It's the stuff that this group is sending because they're under the guise of save our children.
0: Right. And Morgan, when I was speaking to you earlier on the phone, you mentioned about, you know, when we do go speak to the politicians, we really need to be careful about how we act and how we look because of events that do go south when people get over emotional or don't think about. How they look or act in front of this big group of politicians
1: well you're, you're both absolutely right on that point, point. Uh, and it's an unfortunate state that we're in, but that's the case because these uh, politicians have such a huge workload, uh, they're only going to uh, see the stuff that stands out the most, and unfortunately, that's the sort of like uh, just you know wild hyperbole that uh, the uh, people that are uh, trying to enforce repeal are uh, sending out there. So if activists go out and reinforce the ideas that uh, these people are uh, are giving the politicians, then no matter what kind of information we give them, they're just going to uh, ignore it.
2: Mm-hmm. So then what as people that are on the pro side of this, like what what is our next step after that then?
1: Um, I mean, honestly, the most important thing right now is just getting in, t- in contact with uh, your uh, your senators and telling them that, you're willing to work with anybody regarding any concerns about the law, but that repeal is unacceptable, and that people that try to overturn the will of Montana voters are going to find themselves out of a job next session.
2: Right. Threaten them where... Well, not threaten, I hate to say that word, but yeah, hit them where yeah, No, no, In, in this,
1: the most polite possible means. Of course. Right,
2: right. It, it's speaking their language. This is their job, so if you can say, well this is the majority, and if the, if you do this, we guarantee you will not have a job. They'll they'll think about it more, a little more. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen it every single, and I know they're, you know, take it for what it's worth, they're online newspaper polls, <laughs> but every single one has been completely do not repeal by an overwhelming amount, you know, and these, it translates into voters, not, you know, very much, but it, it's, it shows a majority. It's... Well, and
0: like you were pointing out in your blog um, on the MPP about um, Mike Milburn and kind of his obvious economic, you know, standing, if he's willing to pay all this money to put people in jail and all of this stuff, you know, we've really been trying to tell people that, you know, go through and figure out what pharmaceuticals you would be on and how much that's going to cost and make sure that gets brought up also. So they can see that there's a yeah. further economic thing. It's not just this one part that they might be looking at. There's money a talks. larger economics, you know, situation than they're looking at.
2: Yep, money talks.
1: Uh, I think another uh, important aspect to point out is that, uh, you know, the guy, like, just came out and said that he's going to target uh, medical marijuana users once it becomes, uh, uh, or if it gets repealed, um, I mean, hopefully that won't be the case, obviously. But uh, if it did get repealed, uh, he's basically planning for increased expenditures for law enforcement to arrest like uh, at least a good portion of the 20,000 people that are obeying the law right now as uh, medical marijuana patients. But that doesn't even come close to the uh, ongoing law enforcement costs because people that maybe don't get arrested for continued medical marijuana activity are still going to have to find their medicine somewhere, and that means they have to go to the black market, and that means increased uh, share of uh, black market business. So mm-hmm. we're going to have to keep spending more money on cops.
0: Exactly. And then it just feeds into more of the paranoia that keeps things illegal right, longer. Right, which and- this
2: whole thing, they said, okay, you can have medical marijuana, but we want to med- uh, get this out of the back alleys and parking lots, and we want to have nice storefronts and this and that. So that's exactly what happened. And now they're like, oh, we take that back. We don't want nice storefronts. Go back to the shady alleys again. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense. You know, we did, and we set them up nice and proper. And granted, there were a few problems here and there, but find me an industry that has never had a problem. It doesn't exist.
1: Yeah. I completely agree with you. The only problem with uh, this particular industry is that it has such a psychological hold on uh, people that don't necessarily know anything about the uh, the industry or the issue. So when uh, like even one or two businesses are being run in any sort of shady fashion, then it makes everybody look bad and but the uh, the legislature has the opportunity to create sensible regulations. So that people can come out from the back alleys, but in uh, a controlled fashion, so that you can weed out the people that are going to make the entire industry look bad. Right. And some of the bills that are going through right now uh, do a lot towards that goal. But uh, I mean, uh, any one of the uh, uh, the or the amendments to the medical marijuana bill would be uh, better than repeal.
0: Exactly.
2: Right at the at the very 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 least, the people that are people like Ed Bland in the chat room there, people that are seriously seriously sick, they mm-hmm. need it regardless of what happens. Like, right. You cannot even from an economic standpoint. How much money does it cost to keep a terminally ill person alive and well in jail? It's uh, it's not feasible. And they're going to create
1: criminals Most yeah, of well, the time, they're not well. <laughs> they might be alive, but they're not right. well. I yeah, mean, they,
2: exactly. Uh,
1: healthcare inside the prison systems is a joke.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and the really disappointing thing is people such as myself and other caregivers that I know where this is our only source of income. This
2: gave you know, a lot of people jobs. Our,
0: our families are surviving because of this. Right,
2: which is funny because these mothers are saying this industry is somehow injuring their children. Meanwhile, here's someone that works in the industry whose children are completely benefiting from it.
0: Well, my autistic son has every single thing that I could get for him to make sure that he's progressing and and developing properly.
2: I just don't, and we've said this before, if if repeal happens, there is absolutely not one thing that is going to change in their child's life. Like, our medical use of this plant Affects them; it doesn't affect them at all. So, if repeal happens, the only thing they do is make criminals. Their children are still exposed to the same dangers that they would have been otherwise, mm-hmm.
1: and nothing yeah, changes. Marijuana use is not going to go away just because they exactly. repeal uh, medical marijuana. <laughs>
2: there was medic, there was marijuana use here long before oh four. I promise you,
0: it's just for the a quality fact. and where it came from. Changed exactly, constantly. would you rather <laughs>
2: us get the marijuana from Canada? Because that's what it'll go back to. And that's no fun. We can do it just fine here. We can be completely self-sufficient if you let us. But they're not, you know, they don't see that way.
0: So is there anything else that you can suggest that, you know, we we do after we contact our, our current, you know, reps and stuff? I mean, are there any other groups that we may want to be involved in or anything that could help with just furthering? Uh.
2: Give us jobs, Morgan. <laughs> Give us jobs. <laughs>
1: Uh, one of the, uh, the best groups, uh, uh, the one that, uh, MPP works with most directly is, uh, Patients and Families United. Uh, right. Tom Delbert has been doing a great job lobbying the, uh, the legislature and, uh, I mean, uh, just anybody, any way that you can get in touch with them and really just, I mean, I can't stress it enough. These, uh, lawmakers have to hear from Montana residents and make sure that they know, uh, I mean, uh, from all that I've heard, uh, Montana don't like uh, being pushed around by anybody, particularly not people that they put in office to represent them. Right.
0: Exactly. Like, I'm paying <laughs> you to, to be do this. Of that. Right. Well, and I mean, even when we've seen the stories about repeal, when you look at the comments... It, they've gone from being so much about how, yeah, I'd get it from the stoners, blah, 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 to now it's, wait a second, no. yeah I don't support medical marijuana, but I do not support my politicians taking things away that were voted in. You know, there are a lot of people that are getting angry about that now.
2: But that's, <laughs> that's their whole excuse is their, their whole thing is this isn't what we voted for. And that's when I say, look at every single online poll. It is clearly what we voted well, for. Well, and
0: there's just gray areas. Everybody agrees that. But there's gray areas with every law that gets put in, I think.
1: Uh, that's absolutely right. I think that the, uh, the opposition is just uh, preying upon, like, a, a certain segment of the population uh, and their fear about this issue.
2: It's that 80-year-old reefer madness mentality. And they're still clinging on to that with every last fiber of their being. And it's, they're never going to let it go. This is going to go, and it's going to be up to the governor. And he's going to say, do I go with the voters or against the voters? And that's, there we go. And that's
0: pretty much him trying to figure out if he wants a job next year or not.
2: (laughs) And that's what they have to hear. They have to hear that. As, As many, I don't care. You have to call every day, you have to email them daily, all the time. Like, we have to keep on this because you know what? They're getting it from the other side, a lot. Yeah. It's on I mean, their site.
1: You just have to you have to talk to them all the time, be in their ear constantly. But as much as you have to uh, point out that you are uh, unwilling to uh, accept uh, this, like uh, blatant disregard for your uh, your voting rights and the ballot initiative process, in order for these people that don't really think about this issue too deeply and they still are stuck in that 80 year old reefer madness mentality. They have to see that everybody in this industry wants to make it work for everybody that, you know, we're willing to compromise and work on uh, sensible regulations, but that you can't just take it away from you.
0: Yep. Exactly.
2: So, Hey, uh, are you going to be up at this garden city expo by
1: chance? Does he uh, know? No, unfortunately <laughs> I have to stick around in DC. Things are uh, really, really busy up here. We have, uh, Twelve states right now are considering medical marijuana uh, bills in their legislatures, and another nine are considering uh, decriminalization.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's
2: excellent. Actually, I heard about that on the Cannabis Agenda show. They went through each one of them real quick, and there's a lot on the plate. Wow.
0: Well, good And not to mention
1: uh, Washington State, uh, uh, their bill to uh, tax and regulate, which is, uh, I I think, incredible. Uh, If you guys want to listen to uh, something interesting, uh, we're trying to... uh, Get, uh, apparently right after, uh, the Seattle Times came out with an editorial in favor of, uh, the tax and regulate bill. Yeah. Uh, Gil Kurlikowski, who used to be the, uh, police chief of Seattle, called up the editorial board and, uh, basically demanded a meeting with them, uh, which is gonna be, uh, taking place this Friday. And, uh, MPP is trying to, uh, get the Seattle Times to live stream that meeting. So uh if you check out the website uh, uh there's uh, should be a link to it on the blog uh Anyone that can go out and sign that petition, I think that uh you know the American people have a right to know uh what's uh going on at that those sort of meetings, especially when we're paying for his flight out there and uh you know his time and his staff's time just to go out and intimidate journalists.
0: Exactly, and that and intimidating journalist goes against the whole point anyways. That's They're unacceptable. they to be able to give us what's happening without any bias whatsoever. Did they
2: not learn their lesson from the whole WikiLeaks thing, like, for real? Oh, man.
0: I well, we talked about that that editorial here on the show, and about how people were getting, you know, really angry at the fact that a newspaper yep. actually came out with this with something that was pro marijuana.
1: Yeah, but uh, in uh, in the defense of the uh, the Seattle Times, uh, after they uh, got that call from the Drug czar's office. They printed out another editorial still supporting it, and they've uh, come out with a couple of pieces saying that uh, most of the feedback that they've gotten has been overwhelmingly supportive. Absolutely. But, I mean, it, things on the horizon.
2: That's great, man. You yeah. guys are doing awesome work, definitely, and I see why... Uh why the the safe community people uh, had your name on there? Sorry, their video. we call them
0: the safe commie mommies. <laughs> I know. I keep
2: trying to say that, and then I'm like, ah, it sounds know, so terrible. I and I keep <laughs>
0: wanting to say it, too. <laughs> oh,
2: man. But, yeah, man, we appreciate all your work, definitely. And Thank
0: uh, you very, very much. Next
2: time you have something happening that you want to talk about, definitely come on back on the show, and we'll uh, get it out there for sure.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate it. And, I mean, everything that we do, like, we couldn't do without, uh, like, you guys and, uh, like, all the activists out there. We, yeah. all, uh, we all need
2: each other. Yep, definitely. All right, man. Well, thanks for the time. We appreciate it, and we'll uh, catch you later, man.
0: Thank you very much, Morgan.
1: Uh, thank you. Good luck. Yep.
2: Morgan Fox, everyone. Hell yeah. The Yay! MPP. Very cool, very cool. Doing great things, and like we said, we wouldn't have half of these bills happening if it wasn't for those guys, so putting in work, definitely. Yep. So if you got any extra cash after donating to us... And everyone else, definitely gets some going their way. They need it. Trying well, to raise 10 grand to combat the 20 that the commies raised. Jesus.
0: Yeah, well, and also check out their website, mpp.org, yep. because they've got a lot of good information. I get I was, their
2: alerts and stuff. Yeah, you can get that info. I get, get their alerts
0: info. too. And then also on their main page, like when you scroll through it, there's this really kind of neat part, I thought. Where they actually show a supporter who's someone that you might even know. They're actors or writers and kind of why they support marijuana. Yep. And then it shows a victim, someone who's either died or lost their children or something that's happened because of this current situation. This drug war. Yeah. This drug D- war. The
2: only reason this is a problem is because you made it a problem.
0: And it does. It it when you just sit there and watch the different slides going through and where it's talking about what happened to them, you really see how important it is and how ludicrous this whole you know, war is. I mean, there's things on there from people who the cops mistakenly raided their house and they died of a heart attack being so scared yep. of it.
2: It's I unnecessary. Mean, it's it's completely unnecessary. that didn't
0: need to happen. People who lost their kids just because they were helping patients. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's sad and it's scary. And then the people that are supporting it, I mean, they're good people. They're... They're standing up and they're they're putting their face and their name out there, which is what more people need to do.
2: Definitely, I remember way back when uh, in '03 when I went to that hem Fest, The thing I was helping out with was the it was this whole movement of if you're a pot smoker stop hiding, like come out of the closet. And so we had a booth set up that we would take people's picture and they would say, yeah, I smoke pot and I'm not afraid to admit it. And we had a ton of people. And that's mm-hmm. what I, I was doing the pictures and taking all that stuff and putting it together. And there was like literally a ton of people that were they are like, you know what, we're done with this.
0: Yeah, well, and this I mean, ridiculous. if everybody actually admitted to it that does it, I think that the numbers would be so overwhelming; they would finally realize it was pointless. Oh, completely. But the problem is that you can't. You know, there's just some people that they're just not comfortable enough to change that, and I understand right. and that. Yeah,
2: if you're gonna lose your job, sure, maybe. Why would you? You're getting pot. Everything's fine. You're smoking. Why should it change? You know, right?
0: And I mean, I don't. I don't think anybody where it's going to negatively affect your life should. Stand up and say anything If they're not comfortable doing that You know But I do think that more people need to try to At least think about Getting comfortable (laughs) with doing that
2: Be an activist, don't just smoke pot Like do something about it, you know you got to call these people. you got to email them. There's a list right there right. on the forums. Like, do it.
0: And I mean, even if even if you support marijuana and you don't have a personal story, but you know somebody who's benefited from it, you don't have to say their name. Just let them know that you've seen somebody benefit from it. You know, the changes that you saw them go through.
2: At the very least, it's not hurting anyone. You right. know that. Right. You completely know that. Let's real quick talk about what something that is hurting people here a little, uh, little bit. A little compare and contrast. We've been doing this kind of... Trying to do it towards the beginning of the, mm-hmm. the hot box episodes, but... Uh, just real quick, from Fairmont here. Uh, a man, 56 years old, five counts possession with intent to deliver. Oh. Uh, a scheduling conflict led the gentleman to be arraigned on the charges. On Tuesday, he had numerous prescription drugs... But no prescriptions, huh? Interesting. Ah. Uh. Yeah. He. The deputies got a tip that he was selling narcotics out of his home. Deputies went in there. Hydrocodone, Oxycontin, Alpra- Alprazam, Alprazam? Hmm. and other pills in his possession.
0: Nah. Yep.
2: Selling, selling pills. Did you know that people get legitimate? Legal prescriptions and then they sell them illegal. Did you
0: know that legal pharmaceuticals are being the, sold to people? Did who you don't know that? Did you know that? That is insanity. Right. What is this world? And just, into?
2: just, just because I'm such a hard-hitting journalist reporter, you know what I did? What? I went out and I was like, you know what? How hard is it really to get? Some some pills, some pain pills. Uh-oh. You know what I did? I went out there. See this? You know what that is? Uh-oh. You know what that is? What? You know how hard that was to get?
0: Hmm.
2: Not very. You know One what that person. is? Yeah. Right? It's out there. This stuff, safe commie mommies, is out there. Do you know what this would do to your child? This would kill your child. Mm-hmm. And it's out there. And it's not marijuana. So think about that. Next time you call your legislator and you're like, marijuana is killing my children. <laughs> your bad parenting is killing your children. This is killing your children. Okay? Thank you. Good think, job. Think about that.
0: Good job. Yeah, no, it's true. It's. The, I mean, prescription drug use is Everywhere. much more rampant in schools than...
2: Epidemic. Marijuana
0: is. And I mean, honestly, I mean, when you think about it, most kids think illegal drug use is just marijuana, cocaine, heroin, and stuff. They don't realize that prescription drug use is illegal.
2: And those drugs actually can hurt you. Yeah. Like we said, if your baby finds a bag of weed or a bottle of those pills that I just showed you there, and mm-hmm. it ate them, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. So... And then uh real quick, we've kind of been we haven't really talked about this lately, but just know that like every freaking county and every state has slowly been banning this fake marijuana mm-hmm. K2. Uh here we have a story that the DEA, the Federal Drug Enforcement Administration. And now I don't know cuz they say marijuana schedule 1. So that's BS. They say cocaine schedule 2, heroin schedule yeah, 1. Yeah,
0: but Big difference between all of this and marijuana. Mm. How many stories do you find about people? How do yelling? I
2: kn- How do I know what they're not lying about though? How
0: many stories do you find about people getting, stig- getting taken to poison control That's from marijuana?: how.
2: You do your own research.
0: Exactly:
2: So uh, they've announced that five variations of synthetic marijuana, spice K2, invigorating bath salts, MDHP, if you will. Holla. Uh, The chemicals in synthetic pot are created in laboratories to produce effects similar to marijuana plants, but remain different enough on a molecular level to escape detection in urine tests. These are research chemicals. They're analogs of uh, other chemicals. The formulas are then sprayed onto smokable organic materials that are ultimately sold in head shops as incense. The DEA's emergency order makes possessing or selling products containing any of five popular chemical recipes for spice illegal for the next year. Quote, Young people are being harmed when they smoke these dangerous fake pot products and wrongly equate the products legal retail availability with being safe, said DEA administrator Michelle M. Leonhart. The DEA listed the chemical compounds under Schedule 1. Really? Mm. Are you sure this time? <laughs> the agency and the U.S. Health and Human Services Department continued to look at whether spice should be permanently banned. Long before the restric- restrictions became final, got it, head shops in Colorado began selling varieties of spice that claimed to use different chemical recipes than those banned by the DEA. Colorado lawmakers are working to close that loophole. Senate Bill 134, in most cases, would ban any chemical that interacts with the brain in the same way that traditional marijuana does. Oh, really? Because gracious. spice is gutting all up in your endocannabinoid system? I'm pretty sure it's not, okay?
0: Nope.
2: The legislation sponsored by Senate Minority Leader Mike Kopp <laughs> uh, is scheduled for its first hearing March 9th. So. Good luck to the monkey funky... To the lab certified fake. No, you know what? Bad luck. Just smoke real pot.
0: Yeah. See, this is what you
2: do when you lie to people. Now we don't know what to believe and now kids are smoking fake pot and they're really getting hurt. Good job. Yay. So, what's next?
0: I don't understand why the DEA does some of the stuff that it does. It's like
2: Because they can. They just, they're like, hey, you think we can get away with this? I don't know. Let's find out. Oh my God! I can't believe we got away with that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we've been funding our yearly vacations by selling cocaine that we've confiscated from school teachers. I can't believe it.
0: Well, on a lighter note, which is kind of beneficial, I guess, to help them. You know, the movement and everything. One of the states that's now considering medical marijuana is Indiana.
2: Indiana, nice job, guys. Yeah. Get it done. And like like, uh, Morgan said, there's many, many, many upcoming legislation. Oh, yeah,
0: there's 15 other ones. Right, so. So, um, yeah, uh, Indiana, it says across America there has been an ever-growing movement to legalize the drug cannabis, more commonly known as marijuana, for both medical and recreational use.
2: Interesting. Why is that moving? Uh, that movement ever growing? Why is it everywhere? Hmm. Hmm. Because hmm. it's good, maybe.
0: Maybe. What was that toothpaste Say commercial?
2: Like ten thousand dentists can't be wrong.
0: Something like that, yeah, right. We're
2: not wrong, dude. Three
0: out of four people agree. We would
2: know. Like, if this was bad for us, trust, we wouldn't want to do it
0: mm-hmm.
2: as much. Mhm. I mean, come on.
0: Uh, While the movement seemed to be going nowhere, but to jail for decades, in recent years, many pro-marijuana regulations, especially those regarding medical marijuana use, have been signed into effect all over the country. Indiana remains one of the states that outright prohibits the use of possession of marijuana, even to those who have a medical marijuana card issued by other states. Hmm. The question is... Is Indiana ready for a change in marijuana policy? Ashley Henderson, a senior at IU South Bend, agrees with the principles of medical marijuana, but isn't convinced that a policy legalizing its use would work out so well. If a patient has a legitimate need for marijuana for medicinal purposes, I don't think they should be denied of the use, Wait, said Henderson.
2: So marijuana does have medical properties.
0: Unofficially, yes.
2: Oh, okay. But not on, on an official level? The
0: feds won't say it. Okay. Except for providing it to, you know, some patients every month.
2: Right, but that's it's like It's a, a d-
0: confusing, twisted circle.
2: Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Um, but I think there needs to be a serious overhaul of the legal system to make sure that it doesn't get into the wrong hands. I don't think we, as a state, are ready for it just yet. It's
2: like they're acting like it's nuclear material. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if our scientists are smart enough to handle plutonium. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's a plant. Who cares?
0: It. It's really...
2: I don't know if we should attempt to grow wheat quite yet. I don't know if you're ready for the repercussions.
0: I have. I will really? never understand how a plant could be this dangerous.
2: They're treating it like it's poison. Uh huh. Like you guys killed a bunch of people in Libby for this this mu- mineral that you are mining, and you were like totally down with that. You're like, oh no, it's fine. Breathe it. It's fine. asbestosis what's that oh Um, no it's cool but this they're like so like oh i don't know if we're quite ready for this yet like just what how many people are in indiana smoking pot right now a lot they're ready yeah we've been training for this our whole lives
0: well and see what i think is funny is reefer madness was like you know 70 80 years ago right Right. Not much longer before that, marijuana was legal and the number one prescription for headaches, pains, all of that stuff. Mm. How is it that we went from that to insanity to our government making videos on how to grow this, you know, hemp, you know, during the whole hemp for victory thing? which Agriculturally, way, sure. Has anybody ever wondered why if hemp has like no THC, it's illegal?
2: Because it's marijuana.
0: It's it, according to them, it's not though.
2: Because you're an idiot and can't tell the difference. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean,
0: I don't get it yet. I mean, is
2: there an answer to is that? Hemp
0: illegal except for. I mean, well, we have industrial hemp now in Montana, but sure. good luck getting a license for it. Yeah, right. It's like a like nightmare? getting a liquor license. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, we know how. Well <laughs> you gotta that works. have
0: a lot of money, right? And you, know a you gotta lot be of people. You gotta
2: be the Hilton. <laughs>
0: But I mean, you know, growing hemp right there would help take care of a lot of the issues that I think need some help.
2: A bunch. You know? A bunch.
0: It's just, it's a little crazy when you think about it.
2: Marijuana. And so, yeah, then we
0: end up in spots like this where states go to pass it and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Uh, that plan. Everyone wants is, it,
2: but I don't know.
0: It's like the body snatchers are going to come in and yeah. take everybody over, and the state's just going to, like, or turn maybe, into this giant zombie nation or something. Maybe
2: they already have. Oh. Bum bum bah.
0: Nice plot twist of night. Chris Washington, also a senior at IUSB, is familiar with the idea of medical marijuana legalization (laughs) as he wrote a persuasive speech on it for his speech class at IUSB.
2: Oh, yes, I uh, studied this extensively (laughs) in my college years.
0: I believe that all states will eventually turn towards allowing medical marijuana and recreational marijuana With the popularity of California attempted legalization law, Proposition 19, more and more states will follow suit and will try to pass bills similar to that of California's Proposition 19. It will eventually become a reality. You know, I've heard and seen little things here and there on the internet that Montana, there's actually people drawing up a bill for legalization in 2012 for Montana. I don't think it's gonna happen necessarily because I don't think there's enough people comfortable with that. I mean then again it could happen, but I just I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um but I mean still it's possibly gonna be proposed here in Montana next year. Maybe that's what the Mayans were talking about. Are we
2: ready for that? Everyone might get stoned and start... 2012 is when all
0: the United States finally have marijuana legalized, and then it all ends. It
2: all ends. Game over.
0: That's oh, so Oh, wait. Sad. Is
2: it game over because we beat the level or because we died? It's your choice.
0: <laughs> Medical marijuana and laws regarding the possession of the use of marijuana have been debated ever since they first appeared. While the first federal level prohibition of marijuana was put into effect in 1937, which some of us have family members that remember that, the first statewide prohibition law that criminalized the possession and cultivation of hemp was passed in 1913 by California. Ironically, California would become the first state to allow the use of medical marijuana when 56% of the voters of the state approved Proposition 215 in 1996. The law removed the state penalties on the use, possession, and cultivation of marijuana for those who have documented or verbal recommendation from a physician that marijuana would benefit their health.
2: And it does.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Which
2: completely contradicts its Schedule 1. Right. Thank you. I'm just going to keep pointing out where you're wrong and rubbing your face in it until you learn.
0: Yeah. That's but what I'm won't. here That's for. That's sad thing. <laughs> That's Introducing Indiana Senate Bill 192, proposed by Senator Karen Tallien, uh Democrat Ogden Dunes, the bill received its initial hearing on February 15th. According to the Marijuana Policy Project, which we just spoke with Morgan Amen. Fox, SB 192 will require the Criminal Law and Sentencing Policy Study Committee to evaluate Indiana's marijuana laws, discuss alternatives, and make recommendations on, one, what the appropriate marijuana possession penalty should be, if any, two, whether and how to implement a medical marijuana program, and three, whether marijuana should be taxed and regulated like alcohol. Oh, no. No. Well, honestly, they've already got a regulation system in place if they used it.
2: For a recreational mind-altering substance.
0: Like alcohol?
2: Right. So if you have a substance that's even less impairing and mind-altering, then it should work that, and you could even let, uh, be a little more loose on those restrictions. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to. If you were, in, if you were so progressive enough to do, which I doubt. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, Indiana. We're uh, we're behind you, kind hope, of.
0: I hope everything goes well.
2: Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else we need to get to before we wrap it up? Um. Did you want to talk about this HB eleven twelve fifty?
0: I was just looking at that. Okay.
2: So check this out, guys. Kind of crazy. Did you know that marijuana led to two hundred and seventy nine deaths? What? Why have I never heard this before? Because it's bullshit. After hours of testimony in the hearing on Colorado's HB 11-1250 today, Representative Cindy Aker, Republican, was given an opportunity to speak after a short adjournment once all testimony was heard. Aker was in another meeting and couldn't be present for all testimony in HB 11-1250, her bill, so when she came in at the end, she had this to say about marijuana-causing death and why HB 11-1250 is so important. Quote, Regarding marijuana deaths, uh, granted, they aren't typically documented because, you know, (laughs) but the FDA in their schedule of drug classification reported deaths, hmm? we yeah, show that while pharmaceutical deaths are significantly higher than marijuana a death marijuana was still listed as Two hundred the secondary cause of two hundred and seventy nine deaths <laughs> So to me that does indicate that there is some opportunity there for danger.
0: So she's saying because it was the secondary You're source an idiot. in idiot. two hundred and seventy nine cases. Idiot Idiot. What? idiot. I- you're a fucking idiot, idiot.
2: <laughs> this person is running your, your place there, Colorado. Can you spell impeach?
0: That's sad. I would but take... we have Mike Milburn, so... Yeah,
2: well, he's next, so... Uh, various study sources suggest the number of deaths per year related to pharmaceuticals is... Are you ready... Seventy-five thousand to ninety-eight a thousand. Okay. So even if, and that is a fucking giant if, okay, even if you could link marijuana to two hundred and seventy-nine, I will even round that up for you to three hundred. If you could link marijuana to three hundred deaths, ever.
0: Just this marijuana. This
2: is seventy-five thousand to ninety-eight thousand, so I also, in fairness, will round up one hundred thousand deaths per Whoa. year. Three hundred ever. One hundred thousand per year. Okay. My holy water got all over the place. I'm sorry, Jesus.
0: Uh-oh. Fuck.
2: A hundred thousand deaths per year. I think. And you're trying. You are. You are reaching and dislocating your shoulders and straining your hammies to link marijuana to these 300 deaths. And even then, I'm pretty sure they fail if you really scrutinize what oh, happened.
0: yeah, definitely.
2: 100,000 per year. Jeez. That's 100,000 deaths every 365 days.
0: How many people do cigarettes kill? I mean, come on. A bunch more than uh, that. yeah. But
2: still, this is... And I just went out, I found pharmaceuticals. They're everywhere. They're killing 100,000 people a year. Your children should be shitting their pampers for this.
0: Doesn't it bother anybody else that you have to take a little piece of plastic card up to a pharmacy counter to get cold medicine? I mean, come on. Obviously, there's something wrong, right? Obviously. Okay. Yet, we're going to keep pushing all that stuff and keep saying it's safe. We'll just keep turning it into cards that you have to go register for.
2: It's unbelievable okay. I'm sad that makes me sad yeah all right and then before we get out of here while we're talking about Colorado there's a, a move to make edibles illegal um. what why because they're they're appealing to children you're making brownies so that children eat them we don't yeah. give a shit about your kids we're not making or designing or marketing our stuff at your children.
0: I don't have it. Uh, if a child walked up to at me all. or near me and asked me for anything of the sort,
2: I would be like, I would what? Say,
0: Why are you in here? Go home.
2: <laughs> what are you? What? Oh, I'm, oh, your mom is over at the casino and she told you to wait in the car, so you wandered in over here? Okay, sure. What? Go home. A bill that would effectively ban edible medical marijuana products is scheduled for its first hearing on Tuesday. Uh hopefully they will get just laughed right out of that building. While the bill seems unlikely to pass it is nonetheless endangering passionate protests from medical marijuana advocates.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So and that's the same lady. That's the HB twelve fifty that is linked to two hundred and seventy nine deaths. Apparently, supposedly. Yeah. So Things like pot tarts are showing up on school grounds. What? And, and pills aren't? And alcohol isn't? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Whatever.
0: I've gotten in trouble I'm so for done. drinking at school before.
2: There are plenty of patients that rely on edibles... Uh, doing away with edibles would do nothing but boost medical marijuana sales. From a business perspective, this would be better for any medical marijuana caregiver, but from the ethical, moral, and plain old common sense point of view, this is an absolutely ridiculous law to try to pass. Thank you. That was Sean Gindy, owner of Compassionate Pain Management Dispensary. So, good luck, Colorado, and Indiana, and most of all, the 406 yeah, Montana. Montana. Good luck. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Sandy, thank you.
0: Thank you, Matt.
2: You're welcome. Thank you, everyone, in the chat. Make sure you're subscribed in iTunes. Write us a lovely review. We appreciate that. Give us a rating, of course. Help us climb those charts. Coming for you at the top. Gonna kick you in the nuts and push you off the cliff. And now it's my cliff for the hot box and the jam hole. Make sure you're on the forums, hotboxpodcast.com slash forums. Check out the thread, Montana Medical Marijuana Repeal Legislature Contact Info. Mm-hmm. Get on there. Donate. Hook Get it up. Involved. Jimmy won in the chat. Big news. We just got another $500 donation for the Helena Bus. Holla! Yay! How about how about now giving us some donations? Hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. Thank you. And Montana Connect says 400,000 people die every year from tobacco Which I'm about to go puff down on some right now But you know what? I clear that cancer out You know how? With medical marijuana Keeping me young, keeping me healthy As a preventative I'm like 45 Face of a 21 year old angel You can't find that anywhere else Medical marijuana, that's where it's at It's the fountain of youth And I will preach the word of the fountain of youth all day. Can I get an amen? Amen. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. And that's an episode of the Hotbox. My name is Matt and this is Sandy. You can send us stuff to the P.O. Box if you got a postcard from where you're from. Just say hey. Hotboxpodcast.com slash P.O. Box. Email info at hotboxpodcast.com. Leave us a message 406 And we'll talk to you guys on Saturday. Peace. If you like you weed, like, we this is, we where, is where
0: you need, you need to, to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to Hotbox.
1: I'm